Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, this is Marcy Ann, and we're continuing on in our in my series right now about the divine masculine and the divine feminine. And today, I wanted to talk about um, qualities that could be attributed um, in in a um, in the way of energy to the masculine and the feminine. <clears throat> okay, so in thinking of qualities that could be attributed to every divine masculine energy, <laughs> perhaps the first thing anybody, and, and I mean either a man or a woman, uh, thinks of is sex. And if you remember, I I was asking a, a male friend of mine, I said, uh, could you give me uh, just one word that would um, sort of encompass how you feel about masculine energy. <laughs> and he, he said, I don't ever think about masculine. He said, I, I think about the feminine. <laughs> how true that is, huh? Okay, so if you remember at the beginning of this series, I, I mentioned that the Bible says very little about our beginnings as a human. It just says that God created man and placed him in the Garden of Eden and told him to take dominion over the earth and be fruitful and multiply. Okay, so there's two things here. Take dominion over all the earth, power, be fruitful and multiply, sex. So let's look at this. So the first thing God wanted the man to do was to take dominion over all the earth. Uh, you know, so that would mean that he had to consider what already was. You know, take a look around himself, see what's there. And this would mean that uh, to start with, it's like, what do I eat? And how do I protect myself? Well, at the beginning, apparently, there was a food supply in the garden. It was called the Tree of Life. And as long as man would just eat whatever that was, he wouldn't die. So with that part taken care of, the next thing was, you know, how do I protect myself? Well, the minerable plant and animal kingdoms, you know, were already created and operating. (laughs) So there wasn't really a lot to get to know about his surroundings, especially how to get along with the animals who were already there. Well, very soon, however, after man got here, something happened to upset the whole apple garden, the perfect conditions that had been created for him were affected, and the earth became polluted. And man found himself pretty much on his own to have to provide for his food and his general well-being. Kind of sounds familiar, doesn't it? (laughs) And uh, since we are, you know, it kind of sounds like today, so since we're dealing with today, as we go through this series, Well, how do these original commandments have substance for us today? Okay, the first commandment was to take dominion over the earth. But after the pollution happened, it seemed there was now a lot of danger everywhere. Because man's relationship with the animals changed. 
They became an element of danger in the creation to him. So he learned how to make a fire to help defend himself. And he had to find out how to make food. How do I get the seeds from the plants to to grow new plants? And he learned how to kill and and cook the animals in the fire because they were coming to eat him. His life became a moment-by-moment ordeal of survival. Well, apparently the pollution came about after a woman was created. You know, I know this just sounds terrible. I mean, I'm a woman. But hasn't it been pretty true in the whole history of our Earth that woman's been blamed for everything bad that happens? And it started with Adam. Because supposedly there were two types of food sources in the Garden of Eden, the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And God told Adam not to eat tree of knowledge of good and evil. Adam was never supposed to know good and evil. There's where the duality came in. He was only supposed to know good. But Adam ate of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And when God asked him why he did, Adam said, well, the woman you gave me made me eat it. <laughs> so from then on, woman's been blamed for everything bad that happens. Put the blame on Maine, boys. You know, the Chicago fire, the Manhattan blizzard, the San Francisco earthquake. I mean, ladies, it's just all our fault, I guess. Well, the story goes that Eve encouraged Adam to eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil so he could be as smart as God. Well, when all along Adam already walked and talked with God while he lived in the Garden of Eden, he could find out anything he needed to know anytime he wanted to, which is what Adam should have told Eve. But what I think happened was that after all the time Adam was alone, with only the friendship and the fellowship of the animals, he would do anything to make sure that his relationship with Eve was secure. And he didn't want to offend her by not taking her suggestion. He would do anything to keep her happy. She was the source of his sex. Now, the reason why I believe this is that I've married over 4,000 couples during my 22 years of doing beach weddings here in California. And my observation is that all the man wants is for his lady to be happy. (laughs) And my brides would just complain to me about how their fiancé didn't seem to be involved or interested in helping plan the wedding. They would all complain and say, All he says is, whatever you want, honey. So over and over and over again, I've had to explain to my brides that all your husband-to-be wants is for you to be happy, for you to have everything you want on this day that you have dreamed of. He will do anything you say. Just tell him where to be, what to wear, to say, and he will do it. I learned that men don't like to be barefoot on the sand very much. There's just something about that that makes the man feel more vulnerable. And But all these grooms would take off their shoes for their bride. They'd be dressed in a full tuxedo and be barefoot. 
And I would also explain to my brides, you know, when you're complaining and criticizing your man, I mean, sometimes even in an effort to encourage him, he's going to be frustrated and confused, especially if he's trying to do his best, which, by the way, most men are because they have the ego. Ego is relentless. And they're out there in the world still in that original agony and desperation of survival. And if they have found their lady partner, they're doing it all for her. And when she isn't happy, he's miserable. Man needs to know that his efforts make her happy. So, ladies, just try to find at least one thing that you believe your guy does really well and then just constantly compliment him on that and keep him going with your acceptance and your happiness with him. You know, today the men are really hurt. They don't understand why the woman is so unhappy with them and why the woman now is out there on the playing field with them. It just confuses them. It really emasculates them. Because there's a reason that there are two types of humans, a divine masculine energy and a divine feminine energy. And that reason is the second commandment, be fruitful and multiply. And still today, millions of years later, after the debunkle in the Garden of Eden, the man needs to have a sexual partner. And he needs for that sexual partner to think he is great (laughs) and for her to be happy with him. Because this is part of the original divine idea, divine masculine and divine feminine in concert together to create their future together, living in harmony with all that already is. So... The first responsibility, once man has to establish his dominion over all the earth. Now, this would mean that he's conquered his circumstances, and he is now a self-sufficient, sovereign human being with a food supply and a safe domicile, and then he can fulfill the second commandment, which is to be fruitful and multiply. Actually, you know, before the man and the woman are married, they're called the bride and groom, But when they get married, they're called husband and wife. Well, you know that word husband means householder. It would denote that the man has actually established his dominion, actually owns a house, which he has prepared as a safe haven for his wife, so then they can be fruitful and multiply. And sex was made pleasurable so that humans would be inclined to be fruitful and multiply, thereby providing the means and guaranteeing that the new creation of the human would continue. I personally feel that all women should set this high standard for themselves. Is this man independent and self-sufficient, providing food and owning a domicile for himself? Before a woman has sex, she needs to consider if the man is worthy of being fruitful before she considers the risk of pregnancy. Now, I know that we have birth control today, which wasn't available when I was having my children. My husband and I had to be really responsible when it came to the possibility of pregnancy. But today, when a girl gets her period, you know, most mothers just put them on birth control. 
And this supposedly solves the problem of whether the child's going to have sex or not, because, okay, if she does, at least she can't get pregnant. But there are also alarming statistics counting the bastard babies, illegitimate babies born with no preparation for food or a domicile, as well as all the abortions of babies who aren't wanted. I acknowledge that a reason to have sex is not just to add to the population of the human species, but that possibility has to be taken into consideration first. And at this stage of our evolution, when women began to come out of the closet, so to speak, which began you know, to happen in this country during World War II when the women went to work in the war machine factories while the men were away fighting the battles, And while the men were overseas fighting the war, there were lots of girly posters that popped up. Girls, scantily clad, telling the men to come home soon. And from then on, the scantily clad woman has become more and more naked. Her beauty is now for all to see. I really feel sorry for the men today. Everywhere they look, they see a practically naked woman. This keeps them in a state of near arousal. And what complicates this is that this naked woman really wants to be married, and she thinks that if he has, she has sex with the man, she can get him to marry her. I saw it over and over and over in my business. But you know what? All the man wants is the sex. He's already been aroused by some you know, unknown, scantily clad woman. So he just comes, and then he goes with the Mary saying, well, thanks, darling, take good care of yourself. And if the woman has not thought primarily about the risk of pregnancy, now we have possibility of a statistic of a new bastard child or an abortion. So the message for today is, first responsibility, take dominion over all the earth. Second responsibility, be fruitful and multiply and make sure The first responsibility is met before there even is a second responsibility. Bye. Talk to you tomorrow.